What up? Happy Friday. It's your host with the most, Addison. We are live right now in the mothership. From the jump, we're coming at you live from Los Angeles, California right now. East Coast, y'all Friday night has already been cracking. West Coast, we just getting started. We got a lot to talk about today. Breaking news everywhere. Kawhi Leonard once out of San Antonio. I'll discuss that. We'll talk about the potential big three LeBron Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, why I, as a true watcher of the NBA, and also a Lakers fan, don't want this to happen. And also talk about the World Cup games on today. If you missed that Portugal-Spain game, 3-3 three, three, tie, Ronaldo with the hat trick. It's your boy from the jump. Let's roll. According to sources closest to Kawhi Leonard, they have said that he has grown frustrated with the San Antonio Spurs and how they have handled his quad injury. And it ultimately feels like, he feels like the franchise has turned its back on Kawhi Leonard. Now, I've been reporting on this Kawhi Leonard story for the past couple months now. And I said back, it was in February, maybe March, that Kawhi Leonard wanted out of San Antonio. And I was right, (laughs) y'all. He wants out of San Antonio. The ports came out today. I mean, he didn't say it directly, but where there's smoke, there's fire. We've been new Kawhi Leonard wanted out of San Antonio. Kawhi Leonard shut it down months ago. Again, let's give you a timetable. Kawhi Leonard was cleared back in December to play ball. He was cleared back in December. He was cleared a long time ago. He didn't play this season because he's because of the quad injury, right? But now what it's looking like is, well, wait a minute. He didn't play. And not only did he not play, he he does no longer want to be there, which is what I've said all along. When you have guys in an organization like Tony Parker and Ginobili, you got guys publicly coming out, talking about you, bashing you. Yeah, you had Danny Green that spoke up for you, but you didn't hear LaMarcus Aldridge really vying for, hey, man, I I, I really want Kawhi Leonard to come back. You didn't hear that. You didn't hear Pau Gasol vouching for him saying, hey, I really want Kawhi Leonard to come back. You didn't hear that. <laughs> you heard Tony Parker say Miles was way worse. You heard the coach talking about, well, if he plays, it's up to him. If he doesn't, who cares? Like, what? R.C. Buford never not one time came out and cleared none of this. So, yes, now we have a mess now. And now we have a Kyrie-like Irving situation, just like it was for the Cavs. I no longer want to be here. Trade me. Now, here's the caviar in this whole situation. Kawhi Leonard says, preferably, he has the Lakers on his destination list, but won't rule out the Clippers. Now, let's be clear here. The Spurs aren't trading Kawhi Leonard to the Lakers. It's just not happening like that. For one, we're interconference rivals. Two, why would I trade essentially my best player to your team so you can be better? It's not happening like that. Even on 2K, you would get denied because that trade isn't valid. It's not a valid trade. There's nobody off the Lakers that's just the Spurs and R.C. Buford and Popovich and those guys are going to be like, yep, just give me Lonzo Ball for, for, for come on. Like, what are we talking about? Just give me Kuzma in the first round pick and we'll give you Kawhi Leonard. It doesn't work like that. So as I said, the Spurs are in the Kyrie Irving-like situation. They got to take the best deal available. And you know what deal that is? The Boston Celtics. This is why it's set up perfectly for the Celtics. Think Danny Ainge. 
for all accounts, all those players are available. Kyrie's available. Gordon's available. <laughs> Tatum, Brown. You saw what they did the playoffs this year. So what does that mean? Their trade value only increased. Those are trade pieces. Danny Ainge is trying to develop his own big three the very best way he can. And so he sees Kawhi Leonard once out of San Antonio and was like, ding, 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 ding. Even at the expense of it, if it means Kyrie Irving, <laughs> he'll try Kyrie in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat for Kawhi Leonard. I think if it came down to it. Now, ultimately, you want to keep Kyrie as the, as the point guard piece, but then you got Rozier. So, I mean... We saw how he played, but we saw the tail end. He couldn't sustain that level of play throughout the entire playoffs. Not just for a game here, a game here, throughout the entire. Some shots, legs started to get a little heavy. So when, we, when I'm looking at this Kawhi Leonard situation, the Spurs are in a tough situation here. Again, they're not, they don't want Kawhi Leonard to just walk away. Kawhi Leonard's one of the top five players in this league, depending on who you ask. Me, I'm going to say he's probably fourth or fifth. But again, it just depends on who you ask. Now, if he stays with San Antonio, he's eligible to receive a five-year, $219 million extension. A $219 million extension with the Spurs. Now, he can opt out of that deal, ultimately, and then become a free agent next year. So ultimately, this year, he is not a free agent. So he can't just say, okay, I want to go to the Knicks, and then I'm going to sign with the Knicks. It don't work like that. He has to be traded from San Antonio in order for it to work. Now, he's going to have to force his way out of there. Now, if you're the San Antonio Spurs, like I said, you're going to have to try to find the best deal possible. You can't keep this going. You can't keep him there all year long. You can't have another situation where he's just sitting on the bench and it's ultimately affecting our team. If he don't want to be here, we got to get something in return for him. The whole, we just sitting on the bench, taking up a roster spot, hoping that he plays. We begging him to play. I'm not doing that. This is a business here. We're dealing with grown men. We got to get guys here that want to play. And ultimately, for our future, we got to understand and we got to be able to be clear as to who's going to be here and who's not going to be here. So if you're the San Antonio Spurs, you're in a tough situation. You're in a tough spot. But not really because at the end of the day, it's like the guy has said, and or in his case, without saying, you know what? I do not want to be here. I don't trust the San Antonio's training staff. I don't trust the San Antonio-led doctors. I want to go elsewhere. I went to the NBA. Like, that's a clear sign. And then not to mention the guy doesn't say anything at all. So that makes it even worse because now you, you have no idea what he's thinking. He didn't come out publicly and say he no longer wanted to be a spur. Chris Haynes, the ESPN, Shams on Twitter, Warjanowski, those guys came out and said his sources. Who are y'all sources? Who are sources? What is a source? What is the sources wrong? <laughs> These sources have been wrong a lot of the time. They just made up stories that come out. Now to switch gears from Kawhi Leonard to the Los Angeles Lakers. Now a whole bunch of stories and reports came out today talking about the Lakers potentially getting Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron, all these different trade scenarios came about. I'm 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 sorry, y'all. I'm I'm gonna be clear here. I don't want this to happen. I, I, I'm going to be the Laker fan that goes out and stands on the front line and says, I don't want all three of these guys. Now, a lot of y'all going to look at me crazy. And a lot of y'all going to laugh at me and say, you're insane. But I'm not. And here's why. So, let's just say, hypothetically speaking, the Lakers have $99 million, $100 million over in cap, right? Now, the only guy on your books right now with the highest contract is the Walding with $18 million. 
Now he's on a contract for this year and also next year. A guy who's 33, a guy who has been injured, kind of battled, kind of fits in the NBA, but ultimately fitted out what the Lakers are trying to do this year. Outside of that, Brooke, Ro- Brooke Lopez comes off the books. KCP comes off the books. Channing Frye comes off the books. Randall, a guy in which you're on the fence about bringing him back or not, came off the books. So again, that's the only guy that you have on the books now. Here's the reason why I don't want LeBron, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard. Let's just be honest. All those guys can't play on one team. And if you're Magic Johnson and Rob Palenka, what is the goal here? Because see, what you don't want to do is you don't want to halt your future plans for temporary gain. And what I mean by that is what I see happening right now is I see the Lakers ultimately trying to go out and get these free agents so they can then compete with the Warriors. You're not catching Golden State at this point. They're three, they're, 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 they're three championships in at this point. They're years into this. You're not going to just assemble a team one year and think you're going to beat them. Not to mention you can't sign all these guys to five-year max. You just can't. So at what extent, at what level are you then growing? At what point are we developing a team? Or is it just whenever these free agents, because we're in a player-driven era right now. We're in an era where these players decide out of their own fates. They do. Kevin Durant decided his own fate. LeBron decided his own fate. Clearly, you're seeing Paul George decide his own fate. Kawhi Leonard is deciding his own fate. These guys just aren't going to just stay in San Antonio and just stay in Indiana and be quiet and stay in Indiana for their whole career and then get on TV at the end and be like, man, I should have went to to OKC when I had a chance. I should have went to play for the Lakers when I... These guys aren't doing that. These guys realize right now is the most pivotal time, especially when they're in their primes, especially when the league is, like I said, a player-driven league, a league which the players can decide and dictate where it is they want to go play basketball. Why would you not want to be a part of that? This is history we're talking about. This is the 80s and the 90s where Gary Payton was on the Supersonics and Michael Jordan was on the Bulls forever. Even Michael Jordan went to the Wizards, right? Like Even Charles Barkley played for the Rockets, right? At some point, you leave. At some point, you do leave. At some point, Iverson played for the Knicks. I'm sorry, he played for the Pistons. I don't know why I was thinking about the Knicks. I don't know why. I was thinking, I'm sorry, I was thinking about Carmelo, which is why. And which is why Carmelo, again, is one of those players who stayed in New York way too long. Now it's going to look like he's trying to chase a ring. What about Carmelo? Carmelo's the forgotten guy in this whole thing. What about Carmelo Anthony? Just two years ago, he was the, three years ago, he was the coveted free agent. Now it's Kawhi Leonard. Now it's Paul George. So what I'm saying is for the Los Angeles Lakers, Magic, Rob, y'all got to decide. Now, this situation just reminds me of back in the day. Remember when your mama used to give you money to go shopping for school? And she'd give you however much money she'd give you, whether that is $100, $200, $300, some of y'all, $1,000, whatever. Even if it was $50, cool. Back then, $100 was a lot of money to me. Your mama gave you $100 and be like, here's your money. Go school shopping, go buy some clothes. Now, when I was a young kid, you know, I'm buying all the designer. I'm buying Nike, Adidas, because that's just what time it is, right? Not knowing... Okay, well, why spend all your money on three pair of Nike t-shirts or three pair, I don't know, or one pair of Nikes when I can get three pair of this or three pair of that? The same situation applies for the Los Angeles Lakers. 
Why go out and get three guys for the max when I can get one guy for the max and sign a whole bunch of in-betweens after that? And or next year, guys are going to be coming off the books year after year. Is this the year you want to go all in on Kawhi Leonard and LeBron? Not to mention, do you really want to be caught up in LeBron's drama and LeBron's game? Because at this point, you playing LeBron game. You don't know how long he wants to stay for the Lakers. What if it's three years? What if it's a two-year player option? With the, like, What about Paul George? From what I'm seeing from Paul George, I'm not sold on Paul George. Y'all can say what y'all want to. I'm not sold on Paul George. I didn't see a guy who wanted it last year in Oklahoma City. I saw a guy who just who was cool with just sitting back, being number two to Westbrook. Like I just saw that's what I saw last year from Paul George. I didn't see a guy who was hungry. I didn't see a guy who really wanted to go win the championship. Neither from Carmelo Anthony. I can say that about Russell Westbrook, but again, he averaged a triple double. He did his part. Paul George played in all seventy nine games, pretty much all eighty two games this year. His points dropped to twenty one, but. He went from a, being a 23-point scorer in Indiana to, to, to 21. Not to mention he's 27 years old. He ain't getting younger. Now he is entering his prime. But at this point, you should be getting better. At, at this point, you should be getting better. Now his three-point percentage is getting better. So Paul George, at this stage in his career, will become a shooter. I, I, I see that coming. He ain't the slasher, scorer guy that we ultimately wanted him to be. He's just not going to be that. He was supposed to be the heir apparent. He's supposed to be next up. He was supposed to be one of them Kawhi Leonard, LeBron, Kevin Durant-like guys we were saying every year competing for a championship. Nah, I'm cool. If I'm Paul George, if I'm Paul George, I got to decide what it is that I want because now this is going to be my third team. So now look like you kind of riding the wave. A guy who looked like they was talking about Durant. Now you the one riding the wave. This is your third team. You done went from Indiana to Oklahoma City. To now potentially going to the Lakers. Look like you jumping on the bandwagon to go win the championship. He didn't ask to go to Oklahoma City, but he happened to get traded to him, which made them at that at that given moment title contenders. With Melo, Paul George, and Russell, they were title contenders. Why didn't you make in state and make that work? Why are you so quick to want to run to LA? So if I'm Magic, we got some decisions we gotta make. Yes, I understand this is a crucial time period. But if you're Magic, what do you want your legacy to be? If you're Rob Palenka, what do you want your legacy to be? I don't want this to be another Mitch Kupchak and Jim Buss-like situation where guys overpan for players past Luol Deng and Timothy Mozgov. Are you serious? So if, like I said, when I'm looking at this whole thing, we got to understand Magic. Rob, what's the goal here? We got a young, talented team. We got a young core. Let's build around that. Let's don't tear it up to temporarily go after the Warriors. The Warriors are ahead of us. We ain't catching the Warriors at this point. We're not. We got to be building for life after the Warriors. What's going to happen after the Warriors? All these teams tore up their teams to go get that. And now now what? Now if you're Oklahoma City, now what? Now Paul George is about to walk. And you traded Oladipo. Which we saw he became an all-star. Forced LeBron to go seven games. Now what are you left with? Russell and Melo? That's a nice one-two combination? <laughs> yeah, okay. Magic. Rob. Don't fall for it. We don't got to spend a whole $100 on Nike and Adidas. We can go get some Vans and be just fine. 
We can go get some vans and be just fine. Just because you got money don't mean you got to spend it. Look, you can be a prisoner of the moment. It'd be great next year. But having virtually all the talent, except for Boston and, you know, most of the talent, the overwhelming in the Western Conference is not good. Well, it's not from a from a perspective of, of having competitive nature. It, it's yeah. not. But I, I, I do believe that it's the right of a player to be able to go and go to a situation that best fits his needs. On today's wrap-up, a lot of World Cup games started today. Uruguay defeated Egypt 1-0. Iran over Morocco 1-0. And in today's game of the day, the Portuguese and the Spanish finished with a tie. Cristiano Ronaldo finished today's game with a hat-trick. Magnificent. I'm at a loss for words. That last goal. Take a listen. Guerrero, there was window dressing. Ronaldo through the wall and Cristiano Ronaldo for a top hat trick. And with still three minutes to play, it's three all. Diego Costa also scored two goals. Nacho also scored an impressive goal in the 58. Ronaldo kept him up. If you missed this game, you missed a, a, a tough game, a tough match. Ronaldo is the LeBron James, literally, of soccer. The the attitude, the, the flop, and everything is LeBron. If you have not seen Ronaldo play, you got to check him out. Hat trick. A lot of good games. World Cup has started. World Cup is cracking. A lot of games tomorrow on tap. Australia, France, Argentina, Messi, and them get it going tomorrow. They got Iceland. Peru, Denmark, Croatia, Nigeria. All the games will be on Fox Sports 1 and also Fox as well. 3 a.m. Pacific time, 6 a.m. Eastern time. It's your boy. Follow me on Twitter from the jump. We out.